Jones, 30, 35, 40, east of midfield, and they'll never catch The Show Me Your News Network proudly presents Down the Sidelines. And now, representing the Michigan Wolverines and the West Virginia Mountaineers, you may know them as Yoko and I'm a Beast, it's Peter Stasia and Joel Orndorff. Welcome back to the Gridiron. I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. And Down the Sidelines is the sports podcast that debates and predicts the latest in the athletic world. We are part of the Show Me News Network, and this is the 30th episode of the podcast on May 23rd, 2013. We're hitting the big 3-0. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not hitting the midlife crisis yet, but that's well, <laughs> all good. I mean, every little little milestone, you gotta got to respect it for a podcast, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I mean, we've been off for a couple weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week was just a tough one. I mean, yeah. I've been waking up at you know one o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. It's been bad, especially when you work nine to five. So, you know, bear with us. We were trying to catch up on these past couple weeks. But how have you been, Joel? I've been all right. Um, I got to watch my sister graduate, oh, and she uh, she was actually like I think she. She was the second person to walk across the stage because her huh. G- GPA was so nice. Wow. Apparently. That's awesome. And um, so that, that was cool. So and, you get to um, check out for the rest of them you know, when they huh? go past? You get to just check out, you know, oh, I'm done. You know, forget the rest of these graduates. My, my sister's <laughs> graduated. Yeah. So, like, what was no. interesting about it is, like, apparently the uh, – the the school that she because she's going to grad school mm-hmm. and uh, over in Colorado and uh, like for a PT school actually oh, cool and um so apparently the school that she's going to starts like next month like already and so uh so she she's already out there she actually moved the other day and they just got to Denver the other night so um that's pretty cool they know some people like my cousin works for the FBI lives out there. So she's actually living in the same apartment complex as her, wow. which is cool. And um, we have a few friends that, that live out there too. So um, it'll be cool, like you know, to see to see if she's like you know finding all the Denver radio stations and well, and she's going to be like. dealing with the Colorado Avalanche, who just got their new head coach and vice president of hockey operations, Mr. Patrick Waugh. Good transition. <laughs> I mean, sports. You yeah, gotta, you got you to live it. You got to breathe it. Um, you know, Broncos fans just covering the area. I was gonna say you got to uh, live it. You got to breathe it in the higher elevation. And I, yeah, I'm sure you know she's she'll adjust to that. But um, it's kind of you know cool to see her go out there. And I don't, I probably won't see her until around Christmas time. But um, you know, I was like that was one of the things I was talking to her about. I was like, man, you know, those sports fans out there, <laughs> you'll find out about them, even if you don't want to. For sure. <laughs> Grad school, I can relate. Serious mm-hmm. business. Well, we've got a lot to catch up on, but we'll get into the red zone here. The top three biggest stories, usually it's for the past couple weeks, but I guess it's, it's three weeks. Yeah. But golf kind of took center stage for a little bit, despite all the NBA and NHL playoffs. And don't worry, we'll we'll get to that. Golf kind of took center stage as. At uh, TPC, the Players' Championship over at Sawgrass, uh, you know that's the place where the 17th hole is that big island in the middle of nowhere, and you just got you got to land that par three tee shot on the green, or else you're in trouble. Now Tiger Woods has usually not had that much success there, but he won TPC this year. Uh, he it's his fourth win of the year. 
he, you know, hasn't won that many tournaments since he had like this really big year. I'm trying to remember what year that was, but he's off to a really big start. And some may say it's Lindsey Vaughn that's turned it around or just a new outlook on life. But, you know, Tiger's back at the top of his golf game. And, you know, mm-hmm. we'll get to, you know, his major chances and all soon. Uh, I'm wondering, Joel, did you see the end of this tournament? Um, yeah, I actually caught a little glimpse because there was, like, you know, a graduation party going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was, uh, you know, trying to, trying to you know, catch everything that was going on. And, um, oh, what else did I? Um, let's see. Oh, you know, th- that was the horse race. Never mind. No, I didn't, uh, get, yeah. to, I didn't get to watch it. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think you would remember it if you watched it. I know I caught the end of it. Uh, it was, I don't know if entertaining was the right word. It was a perfect case of schadenfreude yes. um, for Sergio Garcia. Never been a big Sergio Garcia fan, but, you know, Tiger chokes with a double bogey on, oh God, it was like 11 or something like that. I didn't see that far back. I caught like the last few holes. And, you know, Tiger finished up strong. He recovered from that slip-up, and, you know, he made a good run. But Sergio was tied with him for a while, and they weren't playing together. They had that kind of feud at the beginning of the tournament. Uh, And so would they be paired together? They weren't. And then Sergio just chokes hard. I mean, there have been a lot of golf chokes, but when you're talking that 17th hole on the island and Sergio Garcia puts the first two in the drink... And then, you know, he, he has to, like, double or triple putt. He got, you know, it was like seven shots. Yeah. It was a quadruple bogey. He... And then I'm watching the 18th hole, and, you know, Sergio Garcia, he's out of it now. I'm like, just watch. I mean, it's it's a kind of a – there's the fairways on the right side of the, you know, the course, the tee, mm-hmm. the hole, whatever. I'm, I'm losing my mind right now. The water – Hazard is on the left side. Now you're supposed to you know, kind of aim the shot, you know, to the right. You know, hope for a draw, kind of have it hook left. I- I'm thinking, just watch. I-, I say it, just watch. He's gonna put the tee shot right in the drink again, mm-hmm. like just like that. Like it happens, and he double bogeys the hole. I mean, that was really bad. He was tied for the lead at one point. So that was just a demoralizing loss. And then they still have these squabbles between the two after the tournament. Um, you know, Tiger is just saying, like, you know, are you going to make any efforts to try to, you know, break bread with him? He's just like, no, you don't have to like everybody, which I totally agree with. And then yeah. they go to this European Golf Awards and Sergio Garcia makes this off-color joke about, you know, I'll, I'll bring him to dinner. We'll make sure to have fried chicken. I mean... You got to have more class than that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all the opportunities were there, too. I mean, like, I mean, it. Well, you only have yourself to blame for stuff like that. I, you know, I golf a little, and um, like, I don't think I could ever golf under pressure like that. Like, oh hell, I, 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 I yeah. I'm. I'm, I've played golf a little bit, and I'm one of those people, when I start thinking about my score, like, hey, I'm doing all right. I'm going to have a good score. Like, it just does not happen. Yeah, like, and it's always, like, when you're not thinking about it, that you're you're doing all right. Oh, you, know? you get in the zone. But then, then you yeah. look at your scorecard, you're just oh. like, oh, man, like, this is going to be my best score ever. And <laughs> yeah, you just, it's, it's the last hole, you can't even find your ball. Like It's trouble. 
Yeah, and so like you know, I can't imagine kind of like having all these people like watch you. That would just like I would be awful. I I, I just terrible. But um, I don't know. It's just, it's just like like you kind of expect them not to play that bad at the end. Oh yeah. Um, but it seems like it happens so much. Like like a guy has an opportunity, um, and he just does everything possible to blow it. Um. I don't know. Like, I feel like if when asked about that later on, I just wouldn't say that much. Yeah. And there wouldn't be much commentary about the other person that won either. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but Sergio likes to run his mouth. <laughs> it's weird. He's, <laughs> I don't think he's won a major to this day. <laughs> he's, just, he's just kind of a chump, yeah, if you think just... about it. Like. He keeps having these moments like where he starts pretty well in the first couple of rounds. You think this is going to be the one where he proves himself. Granted, this isn't a major, but no. you get the point. And like it just doesn't happen. Um, you know, Tigers. Let's see. This article says he's going to fifty-three and four when he has at least a share of the lead going to the final round. I mean, that's that is damn impressive. Yeah. And you got to think like he's a favorite for the U.S. Open coming up. Uh, yeah. I mean, like. Uh... I don't know. I was watching a little ESPN today, and it looked like everybody was picking him mm. to win. So well, it kind of bodes well. I'm kind of curious, you know, about like the British Open and uh, PGA. I mean, uh, I don't know. I think that there, you know, I I kind of like am thinking maybe two this year, multiple wow. at least. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because that's our, our make the play question here: is Does Tiger win a major this year? If so, which ones? You think two? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking maybe two. I don't know which two, but I definitely think the U.S. Open is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I just because it seems like usually when he has success, it kind of it's like a you know a snowball rolling down a hill, and it just kind of expands and gets bigger. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe he'll like ride it, <laughs> ride the ride the snowball. Yeah, I mean golf is so tough because they often have you know, on these kind of shows, sports talk shows. Like, is it Tiger versus the field? And more often than not, you got to pick the field. I mean, mm-hmm. I really enjoy watching Tiger play. I would consider myself a fan of his. But as far as the odds and golf being the strange game that it is, uh, generally you got to pick the field. I'll take Tiger to win, I would say, the British, but it's the Open Championship. Mm, yes. Mm. Um, I'll take Tiger to win the British. There you go. Um, that'll, be, that'll be my prediction. I don't see you know, golf being the way it is today. And you know the people who have come up and have grown up inspired by Tiger, uh, I don't necessarily see it being as you know a tiger one-sided dominant sort of thing where he you know took three or four of the majors in one year i don't see it being like that so i I mean that kind of requires luck sure no absolutely (laughs) and so i think one is fair i think it's gonna you know bring up the conversations of can he catch jack Hmm. for you know the majors because he's he's well on his way to getting the you know the all-time wins record yeah. Um. I think if he you know, keeps up this pace, he absolutely have that one. But it's the majors they talk about. I mean, with Federer and tennis, and it's going to be you know, the same with Tiger and golf. Well, then we can eventually start talking about that. How old is that kid? Fourteen or like? Oh, the 
Yeah, Tianlong. What's his name? Yeah, the, yeah. Who was in the I mean, that's Masters. that's going to be like a long career. Mm-hmm. Long career. Oh man. Sure. Tiger's calling. He <laughs> says, "Hell no, Joel. <laughs> Hell no." He's I like, got what are this. You, what are you doing? Like, you know, you got fans. They listen to this. And <laughs> Lindsay's got my back. I got this. <sighs> but then again, you did say I was going to win too, so good on you. <laughs> Let's get to the 10-yard line here. Uh, NBA playoffs, they're now in the conference finals. Uh, and it would have been you know, more interesting about a week ago if we had a show uh, where... You know, some of these matchups weren't decided. I mean, the Pacers were, you know, trying to hold off the Knicks, trying to rally a comeback in that series. But right now it's Heat Pacers. And that game, the game won last night where LeBron, you know, gets the layup in overtime and Roy (laughs) Hibbert's not on the floor. Not to mention the game-tying three for Indiana in regulation. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was was crazy. Yeah. Um, I was listening to PTI today. And I, I definitely agree with what Tony Kornheiser says. For game two, I mean, yeah, the Pacers may think they can play with the Heat. They, it helps their confidence and all that. If they get blown out by the Heat in game two, it, it's over. Forget about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that I, I really thought that that was a, what they needed was to win the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, that, that must've kind of like crushed their hopes. I mean, like in a way, you know, they're like, oh, we can play with them, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, the way that they lost was kind of like, oh, but when the heat, when these series in quick fashion, like they're down for a while and like, just downtime, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Sure. Occasional practices here and there, but they're not in game flow. I wasn't expecting them to, you know, to drop the first game, but it was going to be close. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you get that win, you pull it out and, I mean, it's just going to wait for them to, you know, no pun intended, catch fire. Yeah. So they're, they're a dangerous team. Yeah, it seems like, you know, they kind of play their best when they're pushed. Because it doesn't seem like many teams push them. Right. Uh, and I think, like, you know, that's the reason that you, you saw those long win streaks. Because it was like nobody was challenging them at all. Right. And then, you know, I think... I thought probably more than anything was like every time they had a win streak end was kind of something that you want to watch because then you want to watch what they did next. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I make the play question for this one. It's going to be obviously who reaches the NBA finals. Yeah. So who wins each of these series? Who do you see winning this series? How many games? I want to say, you know. It'd be nice to see the Pacers take at least two games or something. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of I I'm put I put a lot of like emphasis on that first game. Like, I felt like they needed to win it, otherwise oh, yeah. it's kind of over. Um, yeah, there's no really no such thing as moral victories in yeah. the playoffs when it's you know a, a small margin for error. Like, I don't know. Like, here's the thing with the Pacers, like. Uh, like um i i just i think depth wise i don't think that they can play i think maybe you know the first two games or something they can be competitive but after that they're just going to get tired they're going to get beat down and uh, chicago yeah. is a very resilient team for miami but granted they had injuries and you know they were kind of you know worn down on the front lines but 
still, I mean, it takes a special kind of resiliency to just stand up to talent. And that's what the Heat have. I mean, I do have the Pacers, you know, kind of with a last ditch, uh, last ditch effort, excuse me, trying to pull out a game. But I think I've got Heat in five. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm thinking it'll probably be quick too. Um, kind of, you know, roll into that championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna have downtime again if that if it goes yeah. that way too. So. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it, you know, besides, um, you know, what was it? Besides the um, Oklahoma City, mm. probably the Spurs were the team everybody wanted to watch play the Heat, right? That's a good question. Yeah, I probably. The Spurs are a talented team. I'm moving over to the West here with the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Who expected the Grizzlies to get this far? And that's, that's a trendy, sexy pick. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's a surprising one. We were working Mark Gasol and Zach Randolph down in the post. Yeah. Uh, these two teams are so similar with you know their strong inside presence. But I think you know the, what the Spurs have the advantage right now, and it's kind of showing in the first two games, it's the guard play. Tony Parker is making all the difference right now. And it's kind of strange when you look at Memphis, and you see, okay, their first two series where you have the Clippers and the Thunder. I mean, good teams. I thought I went on a whim, you know, Last episode, and I thought the Clippers would be the the uh, underdog team in the West that kind of somehow surprises people if there mm-hmm. was one. That was pretty wrong. Um, <laughs> but what the the Grizzlies had done is they dropped the first game, and then they just steamroll the teams. And so mm-hmm. seeing game two and expecting maybe something like that to happen against the Spurs, I, San Antonio shut that down. Mm-hmm. Granted, playing at home in San Antonio, very good team. Uh, at home yeah so we'll see how you know game three i mean it was close um well the first one was not yeah no that was that was that was a beat down but then people were saying you know it's that's just their first game mantra that's what they've been doing this playoff so well i was kind of thinking that uh, yeah i was kind of thinking that the grizzlies could come back and you know steal a game or something and they they got close but i think the key is that they didn't get it Mm mm-hmm um, so I don't know. I, I'm expecting the Spurs to t- kind of take control of this series, mm-hmm. you know, up to already. It's interesting. I have the Spurs winning in seven. I think the Grizzlies are a good team. They just haven't gotten the play from primarily Zach Randolph has just been mm-hmm. struggling. And I think once you have both these teams at their best, it's very close. I mean, they are so similar. Yeah. So I think the Grizzlies Grizzlies can show some resiliency. I mean, because they have shown those just flat out romps. Now, granted, the Thunder without Kevin or <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> Kevin Westbrook. They I know they almost kind of act. You know, just that would be a perfect, good player, perfect a really and good all that. player. No, very holy cow. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, rather, with him being injured without him. You know, Kevin Durant can only do so much, and granted, he was oh, struggling okay. a lot in the fourth quarter. But you can only put so much of the team on your back, though. Yeah, so, they need they need like one more player there that can. Well, they do. They're they're both. missing James Harden. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's plain and simple. And you know, now he's being a franchise player in Houston, and they're trying to court <laughs> Dwight Howard, and mm-hmm. that's just a whole bunch uh. of things waiting to happen. But I think you know Memphis can show some fight. They have shown that they can you know pull together some. Some close victories and some wins. They just gotta try to neutralize the guard play of San Antonio, and yeah. But I think they can make it close. I mean, so I think we both got you know the Heat and the Spurs should be a good matchup. I mean, you know, 
the resilient veteran team that's you know got several championships and King James trying to go for his second. But then, but then again, like the way you were saying that, uh, you know, Memphis, you know, takes them to Game Seven. Mm. I mean, that that's definitely going to impact the next series, just because more games, more chances for all, injuries. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, more chances for injuries. Yeah. More than anything else, I, I, I mean, somebody tweaks an ankle, and that, and then maybe they're just barely ready for the. Last game for the you know last series. Who knows? I mean, it's, I don't gonna, know. it's gonna be interesting to see this the Spurs team play. I mean, there's kind of the buzz around that area that you know this might be you know last effort sort of mm-hmm. thing. I mean, well, no, that's why you know I it I don't know. I mean, like you know, both Indiana and Memphis have done a you know a great job to get to where they are. But like you know, I'd kind of like to see these series go quick just so you could see both teams at their best in the. Championship, you know. Nothing against these series. Absolutely (laughs) true. We have been very excited for the NHL playoffs, though. I mean, when we were talking about it last episode, it was, you know, getting underway and all that. Well, now, you know, we're kind of deep here in the semifinals. And and we're looking, you know, as we make the play for the conference finals. Who's going to play in those matchups? I mean, so we have four matchups right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Two in the East are right now landslides. Yeah. And then the West matchups are, are very, very close right now. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start in the East. I mean, your Pittsburgh Penguins, they've had some scares. Yeah. I mean, Ottawa coming back in game three with that, you know, goal less than 30 seconds, a brilliant pass. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the kind of chintzy goal in overtime, uh, you know, makes the series two to one. They're down two to one after the end of the first period in Game Four yesterday, and this is the really danger, real danger with that team. Uh, it's just they put the puck in the net, and I know that sometimes you know goaltending can you know win you playoff series and you know make you advance in the NHL playoffs. But if you can score goals seven three, you kidding? Like some of those the times between the goals, are just crazy. Like that's going to be a real danger in the playoffs. I know we both had them going. Really far. I had, uh, what was it, my prediction? The Penguins being the Sharks. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I haven't even watched some of their games just because it seems like every time I turn it on, um, they're scoring a goal or something. Yeah. Like, uh, just, and what happens is teams, you know, will get into that penalty time and just... I mean, it's like if there's a power play, it's almost like they're going to score. Well, they've got a loaded power play line, man. Yeah. That's why. It's it's just stacked. And, and and it's just like, I don't know, I was watching, I'm trying, I can't even remember which series I was watching, but I think they scored three goals in like a minute. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, okay. <laughs> I was like, you know, I mean, it's kind of entertaining, but like, I don't think I need to watch this. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know they can score. They can definitely score. And um, but they've got to keep Vokun in net because yeah. putting Mark Andre Fleury in there is a disaster. It is waiting to happen. Like that, that was just awful. Yeah. Um, not was, really the same player he used to be. <laughs> no, no, that's for sure. Interesting to hear. You know, uh, Daniel Alfredson, the Senators captain, come out and say, you know, well, do you guys think you have a chance to win? He's like, well, probably not. <laughs> like I'm just that frank honesty. Like this well, is a guy. This tough. is a guy at the end of his career, anyway. And yeah. it's, it's demoralizing. 
I mean, it's and it's tough for any team to come back from, you know, two games down. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, I don't know. I mean, so yeah, I'm kind of thinking, you know, it, you, you look at the East right now, and you probably most people, even if they don't know anything about hockey or sports, they could say, well, I think I know who's going to be in the conference finals mm-hmm. for the East, at least. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Pittsburgh's right now up 3-1. They probably play tomorrow or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, Boston and the Rangers, on the other hand, uh, the Rangers are a team that we were talking about at the beginning of the year. This team looked really good on paper. Mm-hmm. There should be no excuse. And Boston is a team that's been there, done that, sure. Uh, you know, when coming into game three, you know, Boston is down. You know, Lundqvist is playing great for the first two periods. And then Boston finds a way in the third period to score two goals. You know, they win that game. They're up 3-0. They're playing game four right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't expect the Rangers to even take a game. I mean, I think Boston's just going to close that out. Yeah. They're playing yeah, very so. well. Mm-hmm. Over in the West, it's a different story, though. I mean, the LA Kings, you know, they come off, you know, just trolling the St. Louis Blues in a way. Mm-hmm. St. Louis takes two games on them, whatever, we'll win four <laughs> straight. And then they'll take the first two against San Jose. Well, San Jose's, you know, clawed back. I mean, yeah. this has been a series that they've won both, you know, games at home, respectively. And now they're going into game five with it tied two to two. I, I mean, it really could go anyway. Yeah, I. I don't know. I just think it'd kind of be funny if they lost, if LA lost. Well, I mean, you got to like the parody in the NHL, how, you know, each team has a chance. And so, you know, the Kings being the defending cup champions, uh, mm-hmm. I I will say that I think the Sharks will win because that was my prediction or something like that. And I got to stay mm-hmm. by it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Antti Niemi kind of pulling it together and playing better. That's, you know, always a good sign. And they did dispose of the Canucks very quickly. So yeah. I mean, that was was a good sign for that team. And we don't have to hear any more about repeat or... Right, right. Yeah. Well, they've got some bite in them. The Sharks do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough. Mm. I, mean, I mean, it's just it's tough when you have you know two strong goaltenders and they kind of seem balanced in a lot of ways. Yeah. They've got some grit. You know, they've kind of been there before. Obviously, the Kings more so than the Sharks, but you know, that's a tough one. I mean, for this other series, though, where my interests lie with the mm-hmm. Chicago Blackhawks and the Detroit Red Wings, um, Chicago, the media there have been cocky, is a good word to put it. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a great season, we had yeah, that long did. winning streak. You know, this, this Red Wings team, they're beating down, they're a seventh seed. Even in the Tribune, the Chicago Tribune, they put out an article where someone wrote, you know, they don't deserve to be on the same ice as us. Which is funny because the Red Wings are currently up in the series 2-1 to one yeah. with Game 4 in Detroit in 20 minutes starting from now. Um, right now, if Detroit wins that Game 4, it's it's, it's pretty much over. You put a chokehold yeah. on the series it's... and all the pressure goes on the Blackhawks. And it looks like a disaster. Mm-hmm. Granted, you know, Chicago is a talented team. They are a deep team. They have you know, great lines. Mm-hmm. It's just can they manage the pressure they're putting on themselves? You know, Detroit's playing well. Jimmy Howard is really almost standing on his head. 
But the team's mentality has kind of changed. I mean, here in Detroit, it was kind of a year of, can we just make the playoffs? Can we keep that playoff streak going? I mean, Nick Lidstrom left, you know, <laughs> at the end of the year last year. You know, our defense is weak. We just can't seem to score goals. And Detroit used to be always be just like a finesse team. They'd always try to make that extra pass, and they sometimes still do on the power play, and it irritates everyone here immensely. But they're playing with a kind of grit now, and mm. that's kind of what you need to win yeah. in playoff hockey. So it, it's very interesting to see uh, you know, the Blackhawks sweat a bit, especially you know, being in Detroit. And you know, it's the last year in the Western Conference, and the Blackhawks are, could be you know, called the biggest rivals of this yeah. right now. Although... Rivalry in the NHL is kind of always a flexible thing. Yeah, I've talked about that'll change here when well, everybody shifts around. It's going to be the Penguins when it comes yeah. to ease. You watch out. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, the uh, I don't know. I, I you know playoff experience mm-hmm. helps. It does. Um, and I, so I think like you know probably the biggest thing with them was just getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. As long as they got into the playoffs, they you know. They probably, you know, at least seeding wise, it might look like they're upsetting teams or whatever. But I think that it, I, I, I figured that they would be doing well. I mean, it's a secret to the success for the Kings last year. You get in as an eighth seed, you mm-hmm. get a hot goaltender in Jonathan Quick. Yeah, you, you take it. <laughs> it's how you're playing now. It doesn't, you know. It's like, oh yeah, Chicago had a great year, but they're not playing well now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they're just being outworked right now. And it's mm-hmm. going to be very interesting to see if that continues. Uh, I don't have the faith, though. <laughs> I I do see Chicago kind of pulling it together. And, like, the last games will be close. But I, I just got burned so much this year by <laughs> this, this half year. Sorry. This <laughs> dumb NHL lockout. Watching this Red Wings team, the talk going into the playoffs, you got to understand, was... Okay, it's good that we made the playoffs, but you know this team doesn't want to accept like change. Mm-hmm. You know, to make the team grow, like, the team's getting kind of old. Maybe missing the playoffs would have kind of shocked you know the system and say we got to make some changes. But now that you keep progressing, I guess you know you can't count out the Red Wings. But I, I'm now more amused than anything that you know they've pushed Chicago to these these brinks. So. Yeah, It'll be very just, interesting to watch. Um, just got to win tonight, and it doesn't matter how. Not for sure. Cheat. Just win. <laughs> I, I, so I think for who reaches the conference finals, I think it's going to be most interesting to see Pittsburgh and Boston. I mean, I, uh, there's not much you know to say, actually predict that with the series at three one and three zero respectively. Uh-huh. But I'll I'll say the Sharks and Blackhawks. That would be the most interesting series for me to watch. Although. Jeez, the, these Pacific time zone games are killing me. Yeah, killing me. Well, yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of the Sharks too, and then maybe I just won't say my. <laughs> You're gonna you know, say the Red Wings, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. We said the dude. We said the Tigers. <laughs> for the World Series last year. You do realize that, and that almost happened. So it's okay. It's okay. No problem. I'm just, they're playing better than Chicago, clearly. And all they've got to do is win at home tonight. And 
pretty much over. It would be pretty much a stranglehold, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's about where we're at currently in sports. I mean, Brian Erlacher retired. Yep. I mean, that's that's heavy. You know, only 13 years, but, you know, the injuries, they get to you. Yeah, he took a absolute beating because, you know, I mean, for a while that defense had some guys on the defensive line, but when they didn't, he was just getting, they were running right at him mm-hmm. every single time because, you know, I mean, you know, he's a really big guy and everything, and he really did clog up the middle, but, you know, it, it was his ability to to go into coverage too that was really great about him and so what teams did is they just started running the ball right at him mm-hmm. and yeah i don't know that's gonna be interesting you know it was a cool thing because what didn't he play that uh he played that oh that hybrid position in college mm, yeah. it was like a safety linebacker kind of thing they got him noticed and then he you know put on all that weight to yeah, to be able to play in the NFL, but uh, now he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Oh, definitely. Uh, let's see what else. Um, obviously, we talked about the Avalanche hiring Patrick mm-hmm. Waugh. That's yeah, kind of surprising did. when you consider the YouTube videos that are out there of him as a coach in the minor leagues, and then he gets in fights, and his son being a, a chump player getting in fights, and. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, the NFL announced the Super Bowl locations. So obviously you have the, you know, New York, New Jersey location this year. Just <laughs> just watch; it'll rain on the Super Bowl or snow. Yeah. Just watch. Um, and then you have uh, Glendale, Arizona. But then they announced that you know San Francisco, or at least their new location in Santa Clara, California, because I yeah. think they're building a new stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the year after that will be Houston. Yeah. Not back to the Jerry Dome or at the Jerry Dome or anything like that, but Houston. Good choice. Oh, and then something I mentioned earlier, there won't be a Triple Crown winner this year. Yeah. Yeah, the, that Orb. If there was a Triple Crown winner named Orb, mm-hmm. I think that would have been a weird one. Yeah. Although you got to think with you know, some of the past years, uh, with you know the horses that really had the shot, this is just a meh year. Yeah. You don't have anybody that's just stud, like, stands no, out. No significant front runner, yeah. Um, goodness, I mean, as far as baseball goes, the Indians are playing out of their mind hot yeah. right now. Um, they lost a couple recently, but they're on a really good streak, so they're a half game up on Detroit. The Yankees kind of pulled out from their slow start. They're, you know, 10 games above five hundred. Uh Same thing with Atlanta. They're doing really well, and St. Louis always seems to be at or near the top of that central division. Yeah. But look at the uh, Pirates right there. Uh-huh. Nine <laughs> games up. Not even. They're uh, 11 games up above 500. Uh, Can they choke it? Will they choke it? It's early. But you hit that 40 I think you're underestimating mark. just how hard they can choke. <laughs> I, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Well, um... You know, for anyone that uh, browses our forums, I put up a little. Yeah, yeah. it kind of starts out as like a joke thread. Dude, I saw like, that. I like the first little bit of the title when I'm just browsing it on my phone. I'm like, for real? I was about to like, <laughs> go to Twitter and like start searching. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of uh, a little show that the uh, guys from. Oh, I can't remember that podcast. Um, 
they do a sports podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. He kind of does like a, his like a Jim Rome kind of. Oh, okay. Okay. And um, but it's it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, just to talk about Johnny Manziel a little bit. Um, you know, I know we're still a little ways off from college football again, but. I'm just Dude, interested. It's, it's, it's never too early for college football. I'm just interested to to hear what everybody thinks, you know, about their chances because you know we're hearing all this stuff about Ohio State, but that that's another team that you don't usually hear about that because they have a Heisman winner that you're going to hear about all year. So uh, I'm interested to see can they go through that ridiculously, redonkulously <laughs> tough schedule. Um, unscathed i i don't i don't think that's possible for anybody this is kind of the first year that they kind of came back out of nothingness yeah i mean i I think think about it in in the big 12 they were they were so mediocre too awful (laughs) yeah and now in the sec what like they stepped their game up because of the competition i almost see more as a fluke year i think manzel will have a good year but the competition is just too tough i don't see them winning you know the gauntlet of games to you know Get themselves to like a BCS game or something. Yes, I mean, it's it's just it's one of the many stories that you know the head the headlines that will be talked about at least for the first part of the year until they lose games. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I you know if you're on the forums, go in there, tell me what you think. For sure, that's at that's at showmeyournews.com slash forum. And we have a down the sidelines section. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting when we talk about college football again. But I don't think this is a year where you know, you kind of have the weirdness that the Heisman vote was last year. Manti Teo was being considered at one point heavily yes. for the Heisman. I don't think you have another season like that. No. So I, usually, you know, if it's a defensive player, they're doing something on special teams. So. And and you know a lot about that. Or are they doing? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Charles Wishing, sure. But I mean, I was gonna make some sort of reference, like they're doing something special. Uh, invisible girlfriend. Ah, I got nothing. <laughs> ha 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 ha. Uh, well, man. anyway, I think that about wraps things up for this week. We'll come back in a couple weeks and more playoffs because it's always this time of year. I know it's a little thrown off because of the NHL. You know, starting late and whatnot, but the NBA and NHL playoffs going at this time—it's so great. Yes. Even though they kind of do some weird scheduling, like Red Wings have had two days off of rest, and that's mm. kind of strange in the NHL playoffs when they weren't even traveling. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm about to hunker down for some hockey and right. probably pass out because I've been awake since three o'clock. Wah, wah, wah. Well, with that, I'm Peter, and I'm Joel. We hope you enjoy the week in sports. Take it easy.